Today, once again, we are joined by Rod Greeter, the University of Minnesota Agricultural Educator for Pine County, to talk about year-of-end financial planning and taxes. Rod, how are you doing this morning? Well, I'm reminded of a song, an old song called Baby, It's Cold Outside. How about you? <laughs> you know, I was feeling the same thing. Last night it wasn't too bad, and Sunday it wasn't too bad, but boy, waking up this morning was a little rough. Yeah, it looks like the cold is uh, going to stay with us for a while here, too. So, Well, it is what it is. It seems like Minnesota has fully kind of taken hold of this air. The winter in Minnesota has taken kind of hold here. So, um, But let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. We have a general ag update. What's been going on, Rod? Well, I just wanted to uh, make a couple comments here about the harvest season. And we've been talking about this, of course, for a couple of months. But it uh, seems to drag on in certain parts of the county. Not all of the corn has yet uh, been harvested. There's still some out in the field. And, of course, it can be uh, due to health reasons. Uh, it could be equipment breakdowns, whatever. We're not trying to be judgmental. But I do know that uh, about two weeks ago I had a person call and said they had 20 acres of corn out. Their combine had broken down. They weren't going to be able to fix it. And they were looking for some help. I made a post on Facebook, called a few people, and were able to identify someone to help out and harvest their corn. So uh, rely on your community. Reach out to the Extension Office. Uh, we've got a couple hundred people, if not more, that we interact with, and we can help help people uh, finish up that last little remnants of harvest that are still going on. That's awesome. Also, I just wanted to comment, too, on land rent. Uh, you know, the fall is usually a time of year that those kind of discussions start heating up. We had a land rent workshop a week ago on December the 11th, and we recorded it, and I am going to post it on our Facebook account. So if anyone has uh, interest in that, they can watch that recording. They can also give me a call. Our rents in East Central Minnesota are trending up a little bit. Uh, of course, they're still lower than other parts of the state, but... You, you do need to have a baseline to know, am I paying more or too little, and what are some of the factors that go into that. And also, if they want to uh, learn about some flexible leases and flexible agreements uh, that, that uh, tie the payment to corn prices or to uh, yields or other things, so you can sh- kind of share the risk and share the benefits. But they haven't given me a call, or again, they can watch our posted uh, land rent meeting on Facebook. Well, awesome. Well, it is that time of year when farmers are thinking about taxes and year-end financial planning. So what are some things you need to consider uh, as we wrap up 2020 here? Well, the first thing I'd say, Joe, is uh, I am not a tax accountant, and I'm not giving (laughs) tax advice. Just trying to point out some issues that they may want to think about, and they should really contact their accountant to get the details. But things to consider here in 2020... Uh, always, you know, what is your total income and what are the income sources? Also, what are your true expenses and are there any things you can do about the amount of expense that you have here in 2020? And we'll talk about some strategies for that here in a minute. Also, uh, you always have to include uh, farm payments that you've received. Uh, it's not just the sale of the commodities, but maybe you've gotten crop insurance payments or uh, you know, disaster loans and payments and other things, and you need to scratch all that together because that is taxable income. Also, 2020 is unique because of the COVID payments that are out there. We've had people, uh, farmers that have received the 
Paycheck Protection Program. There's also an economic injury disaster loan that some people may have applied for and received. And then, of course, the last one that's been going on here for the last few months is the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program. There's actually been two of those, CFAP 1 and CFAP 2. And those payments are treated like ag program payments. They're taxable in the year they're received. And they're probably going to, farmers are going to get a 1099 from the USDA. So they absolutely need to report that. And they, they also need to know, is it a grant that might be forgiven or does it have to be repaid? Is it a loan? If it's a loan, well, then they can't tax that or uh, apply that as a deductible expense because they're going to pay it back. Uh, so there's some questions there with those COVID payments, too, and they are going to need to get some advice. Don't get overwhelmed. I'm sure all the tax accountants in the county and in the state are getting trained on how to handle all of these, so they should really rely on experts at this time of year. Gotcha. What are some strategies to kind of reduce farm taxes? Yeah, and there are things that you can do, and these are all legal and Mm-hmm. and uh, advised by tax accountants. Uh, some things are delaying sales. So if you had a really good crop year uh, and, you you know, very good yields and prices have been relatively strong here through the fall, you might want to delay some sales to 2021. You know, then you always have to figure out, well, what about 2021? And, you know, so you might just be pushing the, the kicking the rock down the road or the can down the road. But you can delay sales if you need to. You can also accelerate purchases. So uh, maybe you want to take the sale this year, but you want to purchase the 2021 inputs already in 2020. So you might buy some seed, you might buy some chemicals, some fertilizer. But you can't just make a payment on your account and send a check to to the co-op and say, here's uh, $20,000 put in my account. You have to have it itemized that you're paying for 100 bags of seed, 50 tons of fertilizer. You have to have a record that it was an actual purchase. So mm. they need to do these things uh, correctly. They could also make some capital purchases. Maybe you uh, have decided you need to replace that uh, baler or that tractor, and they can do that. And then uh, there's an accelerated depreciation called Section 179 that they can use to get more benefit of that depreciation in the year in which it's bought. So they might want to bring down the 2020 income because they of the COVID payments, crop insurance, high yields, and the capital purchase might help them do that through accelerated depreciation. But they always want to think hard about that because it's always been a head-scratcher to me. If you spend a dollar in expenses and you're saving 25% on your taxes because you're writing off that expense, well, you still spent 75 cents. So that 75 cents you spent better be uh, something you're going to need and that'll help you to make more money or save more money Mm -hmm. in years to come. So think hard about that before you spend money just to save on taxes. The last thing we can do on strategies to reduce this year's taxes is defer some of those crop insurance payments, which they they can do. And, of course, they can get advice from the Farm Service Agency there or also their accountant. Gotcha. How can farmers learn more about tax planning and tax reduction strategies? I, I just mentioned they can uh, do, talk to their farm service agency. They can deal with their accountant. I deal with Curry uh, uh, Pengrel and Associates here in Pine City. I highly recommend them. Krista Curry's always been very knowledgeable, very helpful with me. So follow up with the accountant. 
They can also go to the University of Minnesota Extension Ag Business Management website, and there's a whole section there on taxes. And they will need to make sure they understand or their accountant understands those COVID payments because uh, they may be a payment, they may be a loan, they may be able to write it off, they may be able to defer it, but they really need to get some expert advice. Mm -hmm. And then finally here, how can people contact you, whether they want to learn more information about land, uh, land rent trends or anything you talked about here this morning, or even just general needing to get in contact with the Pine County Ag Extension Office? Well, I sure hope they can follow us on Facebook, and that's where they'll see the recording of our last land rent meeting. If they've got any other specific questions on land rent or a thousand other topics, they can call me at 320-591-1662, or they can contact anyone here at the Extension Office via phone or email. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time in and call in to chat about ag and the agriculture update here in Pine County, Rod. Well, thank you, Joe. Have a happy holidays and look forward to talking to you in the new year. 